This is episode 68 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we're going to be talking about your travel Christian community. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Christian travelers, I'm so glad that you are here because today we're going to be talking about what it really means to find a travel community that encourages your faith walk in the process, especially when you're out and about traveling. But before I dive into that, I want to once again encourage you to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. You can also subscribe on our website at christiantravelers.net for our weekly travel devotions and resources along with our latest episodes. We also have links there to our podcast, to Pinterest, and to Instagram, and of course our Facebook community, which is our most active community where we are constantly in discussion about how faith and travel combine. But without further ado, let's dive into what it means to be in community. If I paused for a moment and asked myself, what has been one of the most unique community experiences you've had during your travels, the first thing that would come to mind would be my solo trip to Europe, specifically while I was in Prague. Uh, There I stayed at a hostel. I had found one that kind of divided up girls' and guys' rooms that made me feel more comfortable, and so I stayed with a bunch of girls, kind of connected with them, but but then in the evenings, everyone would come out and just kind of hang out in the lounge, get to know each other, and then during the day, oftentimes we'd all travel together. So I ended up traveling with everyone through Prague and to some other neighboring cities to do tours. It was just kind of unique to get to know people there, and their attitude was such of getting to know others that pretty soon I also was getting to know a lot more people even on the tour itself. It was just awesome. Not only was I getting to see some of my family's heritage, but I also was getting to um, see get to know people in the community. But then if I would stop and ask myself, what has been your best Christian community? Honestly, I'd have to say it was my mission trip to Ghana, and that makes sense because the people that I went with were Christians. So I already had a community around me, and we were going into Christian schools and things, so that was already established as the norm. But this leaves the question, how do we go about finding that Christian community when we're not going on a mission trip, which is largely what this podcast and what this community is about, is about traveling and vacationing and going to work and all those things, and how do we go about surrounding ourselves with other Christians who share our beliefs, encourage us in our faith walk, and make us accountable to living that out even when we are away from home. Scripture tells us a couple different things about community. So first, I want to point us to Galatians 6, specifically verses 1 through 6, which reads, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore the person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, 
and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone, without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the world should share all good things with their instructor. This is kind of a little bit of a confusing section, but essentially what it's saying is that when we are in community with people at different stages in their faith walk, those that are more matured maybe and have more experience and those that are younger and still trying to, and new to the faith are still trying to figure out and everyone in between, there is a sense of connection and and teaching among each other. And it's saying that it goes both ways. If you're if you recognize that they are walking in sin, you need to point them back to Christ and, and acknowledge that sin, but do so gently. But you also don't want to end up in their same boat and also sinning against them or also falling into the same temptation of sin that they have. But then you also need to recognize that you have sin as well, and the person you are teaching may also be the one to teach you to that you how to live a better Christian life because it goes both ways. Oftentimes little kids have really strong faiths and are just very confident in God and and as we get older while our confidence may still be there, we m- might have more questions or or it might be harder for us to always trust con- like just follow blindly, I guess, without questions. Faith is trusting the things we cannot see. It's kind of following blindly, and yet little kids oftentimes have more confidence and trust in that than we do. And another point is that we all have a, a part to play in the community. Romans 12, starting at verse 4, says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each members belong to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then it's encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Essentially what this is saying is that your your finger does not do the same thing as your nose, your eyes do not do the same thing as your toes, your your knees do not do the exact same thing as your elbows. Each of us is made different. God's made us all on purpose with purpose. And so when we're all in community, we have to use our skills and our talents to the best of our abilities to work together for the good of the community. So community is learning from each other. It's also serving and using our talents together. But then ultimately, it is also growing in faith together. So if we jump to Hebrews 10, we read, starting at verse 24, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. In other words, we're supposed to meet in Bible study. We're supposed to gather together and have Christian fellowship at church and uh, gather together when we travel. 
essentially grow in our faith together in the process. So how can we go about finding a community that we teach and learn together, that we serve and use our talents together, and that we grow in our faith together as Christians? So I'm going to give you some ideas as to where to begin this hunt. One of the first things you can do is introduce yourself as a Christian uh, and say, admit that you are looking for a Christian community. Is that a little bold? Sometimes. But it allows that to be a forefront in the conversation. And those that don't feel comfortable with that will likely turn away fairly quickly or make it known that that's not what they're looking for. And while you can be friends with them, absolutely, they're probably not going to be your Christian community accountability. Um, Another thing is to be looking in your workplace. Um, There are always opportunities for you to be just paying attention to things, what music people play. Um, how their conversation is presented, um, what kind of decorations they have in their office space. Those things can kind of clue you in as to what their faith life is like, and not always perfectly, but it gives you a starting point that might open the door for some of that conversation. Um, While you're out traveling in an area where you're less familiar, um, one of the best places, and we hear it all the time on this podcast, is to connect with a church and tell them you're in this area, you're going to be here for a salon, and you're looking for a support community. You're looking for people to do life with, and they can normally point you to some people whose maybe their talents, uh, as in Romans 12, is more about hospitality, and they could then from there kind of point you to other people to connect with too. Um, another way is obviously using your online tools, being able to research on Facebook, on meetups.com, on, uh, different websites that allow you to look for Christian communities in a specific region. Um, and sometimes that might be where you start, or you might travel, try like couch surfing or something and connect with a local online that way and then ask them if they know of things in that area that you could connect with for uh, your interests and your age group, etc. And then I always need to throw in the Christian Travelers Network. I know that we aren't all in the same region and it's hard to always meet face to face, but we are a community that allows you to Uh, Share how you've seen God in your travels. Admit that you need that accountability in your travels. Um, Share what God has been laying on your heart in all of your journeys, etc. And that can be a wonderful door to open and see where God leads from there. And ultimately, it's also the Holy Spirit's leading. Sometimes he will put people or places on your heart, um, and you just kind of have to trust him uh, and follow his leading and go from there. Now, um, all of us, as Romans 12 said, has different gifts, and leadership might not be yours, but if you are the one initiating a lot of this community, Uh, They're going to be looking to you to kind of, especially very early on. Um, I think one of the things we don't talk about enough is that friendship is work. 
Um, it doesn't just naturally always happen overnight. Um, when you've met someone one day and the next day you're like best friends. Oftentimes you have to be intentional. Put yourself out there. Invite people to come do things with you. Invite them to go have lunch and let's do a Bible study together. Let Go to this park and let's talk about our faith stories. Go um, explore this museum or this amusement park and uh, bring some other friends and see where conversation goes from there. Um, be intentional about inviting them. They might not always think to invite you and it might honestly take a long time for them to, to return that. But don't let your one time inviting them be the end. Continue to initiate it. Continue to lead and grow that community. Uh, also with that, try and think outside the box. Um, some people might feel comfortable meeting in your home while others will not ha share that uh, common thread. Um, some will feel more comfortable meeting out at coffee shops or uh, parks or things. Um, but be that leader, be that initiator, kind of define for everyone what that group really looks like and means. Um, and be inclusive, invite uh, as many people as you can, but also be intentional um, if you're very early on with a group, kind of developing that camaraderie and you want to set a certain tone. Um, if there is someone that is not sharing your Christian faith, um, until that group really has that strong connection, um, maybe wait to invite them um, if they're very vocal against it, I guess. But if there's someone kind of on the fence about the Christian faith, definitely include them. And am I saying exclude the atheists and those of different walks of faith? Absolutely not. Um, but make sure that you have a trusted relationship with your core group. If this is like you're searching for Christian community, make sure that your core um, supporters and then sit down with them at some point. Once, once enough trust and conversation has been built, sit down with them and outline what is it that you're looking for. Hey, I need accountability in my faith walk. I, I need help doing my Bible studies. I need accountability. Like I, you know, a lot of my friends are going out on Fridays and drinking to the point that they're super intoxicated. And I, I yeah, I like some alcohol, but I want to present myself differently. Um, and, and I kind of need some options on Friday nights. Do you have other ideas? What do you do with your Fridays? You know, things like that. Um, just opening the door for conversation allows for some of that accountability and then figure out what they love to do. Try and do some things geared towards them, geared towards their talents and interests. And then also just invite them to church with you or follow them to church, whatever that can look like. And uh, the same thing goes with our group on our website. How can you be involved in Bible study together? How can you be asking for accountability? How can you be connecting with someone on a deeper level than just you saw them post? How can you be creating community and conversation and intentionally building a relationship here in our Facebook group and Instagram group? Um, those are just some questions to ponder. So I know I've kind of covered array of thoughts and ideas, but every single week that on my podcast, I always start off by, by saying, uh, 
Christian Travelers Network is where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. So travel stories. Last week, we talked about our travel testimony. Community. We are in community. And and next week, we're going to kind of look further at the scripture aspect and how our faith can be growing through our travels. So I hope that you've learned a little something, been a little challenged, and I would love for you to hop onto our Facebook group and share what's one way you can be intentional about making travel community uh, around you and how could you maybe connect with someone else in our Facebook or Instagram groups. would love to hear from you. So until next time, safe travels and God bless.